Hi guys, my name is Dina Rodriguez and this is Women of Illustration. We are a brand new web series that exclusively features all the amazing talented women artists of the world so that way we can all just be heard more often in this male-dominated industry, make insanely awesome work and get paid for it. Today's episode is actually the last of a three-part series all on education. What are the best ways to learn illustration, whether it's online from an art school in this episode it's all about the internship the apprenticeship the mentorship all the ships so you can get your shit together how can we actually get an opportunity where we can learn on the job versus having to pay someone else to learn all the cool things that we want to explore being an illustrator and artist today we are back with angie polly she is a intensely talented lady from Costa Rica that specializes in character design and custom illustration. This girl is amazing and she's been through some real shit. In this episode, me and Angie are going to be talking about our own personal experiences and how we were able to have different kinds of mentors and being mentees and how that can make a huge difference for learning how to actually get work in the real job. Unfortunately, getting your skills down pat no longer is good enough. You need to know how to advertise yourself online. You need to understand the markets. And more importantly, you need to understand the psychology of what people want. So that way you can figure out a graphic to attract them. You know it's that time to fade to pink. <laughs> Hi guys, <laughs> we are back with Angie Polly, She is such a talented lady, and I'm so excited to talk to her. This is our <laughs> third episode in our three-part series all about education. So we've talked about how art school is like pretty much a bust for the most part. There are good things to art school, but there's a lot more bad things to art school. Do your research, definitely. Um, we also just got into like the benefits of learning from things like YouTube, like this channel, or reading articles or podcasts. But sometimes we need a little bit more. What do we do if online isn't really working on working out for us? We need more of that hands-on approach, but art school is just way <laughs> out of our budget or our time. We have family to take care of. We got shit to do. So what else is there? Well, there's internships, mentorships, and apprenticeships. So we're going to be mostly focusing on mentorship, mostly because saying all those ships is a lot of words. So if we say ships in this episode, we mean mentorships, apprenticeships, and internships all the ships. Okay, so Angie, have you ever had a mentorship before? I did. I had two mentorships uh, with a really amazing initiative that does not exist anymore. And I'm sorry about that. That was called Motivarity. Mm -hmm. And I had my first mentorship with Craig Elliott, who is not only the most amazing human he'll ever meet, he's an amazing artist. Uh, he works uh, as a production designer in Sony and right now something else. But, you know, he, he has a lot of experience. So that helped me a lot. And I had another one with Thomas Scholes. Thomas, I'm sorry if I say your name wrong. I never know. How Whoa, to this it. guy mentored you and you don't even know his name? That's so rude. <laughs> no, I know his name. I just don't know how to pronounce it because it's S-C-H-O. So I'm not, I don't know if it's Scholes or Scholes or how it's, do you it's say just it? say Scholes. It's like, sorry, Scholes. there's a foot thing with your name, and now your name is Scholes. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. And uh, both of them are amazing guys, and I learned so, 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 so much from them in every aspect. So, um, yeah, Motivarity doesn't exist anymore, but there's, like, options that are similar. I think. Yeah. 
So that's cool. So you've had two internships under your belt, which is more uh, mentorship than pretty much a lot of people have. Um, most people yeah. only ever can get internships and apprenticeships aren't really a thing anymore. I think pretty much any apprenticeship nope. you find would probably just be called a mentorship. Cause like, like, let's think about like, what's the real difference between these three things, right? I was going to ask. Yeah, you, like, right. The difference between, between like apprenticeship and, and, the other and a mentorship. Mentorship, yeah. Yeah, they're really similar. So it's like, what's the difference? Um, I think the word apprenticeship comes from, um, like, back in the day, right, when you didn't go to school for anything, like, your family taught you the family business, and you mm -hmm. or you did, like, an apprenticeship to do, like, metal work or something with your hands, and then... That would be cool. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, so I can make some swords. Um, and that's what I always thought, like, uh, an apprenticeship was, or, like, if you want to be a tattooer... That's called an apprenticeship where you work underneath what's called a master tattooer um, yeah. and they show you the ropes. Um, so, but the thing is, it's all really similar. We're like an internship. I think it's more about the industry, like whether or not what term they would use probably like an internship would be like, okay, when I worked for Disney, that was an internship. It was a paid internship. Thank fucking God. <laughs> um, but uh, you know, it was an internship. I was paid to do kind of shitty production work and I got, you know, a couple, they threw me a couple of creative bones here and there. Um, but for the most part, I think people are only really familiar with internships or not. They don't think that being able to find a mentorship or an apprenticeship really is a thing. I think mentorship now is the easiest of the three because you can just do them online. For me, I think a mentorship is yeah. almost like a personal teacher, right? Where you like, mm. maybe you have like accountability with them. You have goals like, Hey, I want to make this project. I want to launch this business. Uh, I want to reach this goal of followers or whatever your goal is. And then they meet up with you. They help you kind of figure out where you're going, what you're doing wrong, and kind of put you in the right direction. That's what I think a mentorship is. An apprenticeship, yeah. the only difference is I think it's more hands-on. Like an apprenticeship is like, hey, I'm looking for a, I want a pupil in my studio and I want to be able to teach you everything I know about drawing and art and business. And I'll show you the ropes. I'm not going to pay you, but I'm going to pay you an experience. Right. So it wouldn't mm -hmm. be technically an internship. It wouldn't technically be a mentorship. It'd be a, an apprenticeship just because it would be more hands on, um, especially like if I was you know, doing like woodworking or screen printing or something. But yeah. I mean, again, all these words are flexible and I'm sure like all of these could be classified as an internship nowadays. But I think mm -hmm. once we start to like break down what these words could mean because I looked them up in the dictionary, they're all pretty similar. Um, so that yeah. was, the dictionary did not help me. Um, but I think just taking a step back and being like, how can I find a mentor? How can I figure out how to learn this education thing without going broke? So how did you find your mentorship? Like how did that, was it through school that like university you went to or how did that uh, happen? <laughs> My university, I am sorry. Um, I, I, like I said before, like I struggled a lot with this university and when I, back then when I was there, I don't know if it's changed now. Uh, they didn't help us at all, like, and I'm always, like, always been, like, a very, um, into getting my own stuff and getting things done, no matter what it takes, like, I'm a little bit intense that way, mm -hmm. so I just started looking for stuff, because I was, like, I need to know more, and I'm obviously not getting what I need here in the school, so, like, I, I learned to digitally paint by grabbing a book in the library and just following, and I remember going to the digital painting class and the teacher was like how did you do that <laughs> and I was like you don't know you're the, you're the teacher. and he was like no I don't know and I was like just gonna stick to this book thank you very much 
So you, okay, so what I was going to say about your teacher thing is I've been called, you know, got done teaching at PNC. I've been called out for like not, know, like, because you can't know everything. But I think if it yeah. was like a basic thing in Photoshop or something, then I'd be like, uh, why are you here? But if it, you know, there's like a thousand ways to do something in Photoshop and digital painting is pretty, there's a lot of tricks of the trade in there. Like my students have definitely showed me a thing or two, especially like things that can procreate in like other programs. I'm not super familiar oh, with. Cool. But... I want to, I want to try that soon. You should. Oh, it's, yeah, it's I... fun to play. It's definitely like a high learning curve. Like I fucking get mad at it. Because when you don't, when you're not like immediately good at something, or when you're figuring out a program for the first time, it's so frustrating. Yeah, like, have makes you ever want to quit? <laughs> yeah, like I remember the first time I opened up InDesign, I was like, "Why is this like this? Why is Photoshop <laughs> and Illustrator the same?" But you're just like, "Nope, I'm gonna be different, and fuck you for figuring it out." I was like, "No," like it took me forever just to remember, like, "Oh, you have to draw a box to put type. You can't just click and type in InDesign." Anyways, but yeah, Procreate is fun just because. Like, I love using AstroPad. I love all these tangents. I love using AstroPad so that way I can use Photoshop on my iPad like a Cintiq. But Procreate is nice because you can do that? Yes! What? Yes! <laughs> Girl, let me show you the way. Please. That oh. sounds amazing yeah. because I really want to get an iPad, but I was like wondering how much was it worth like uh, to get this thing it's because it's expensive. Money. It's worth so, all of that. I'm sold. Yeah, it's like... <laughs> you can uh, explain it to me later, please, because I need to no, know. No, I'll, like, I'll explain it to you now. I mean, other people are probably be like, what do you mean, AstroPad? Um, okay, AstroPad in no way sponsors this show. I just really love AstroPad. Okay, but so... But you should. But you should, AstroPad. <laughs> they have reached out to me a few times, like, hey, thanks for... Like, maybe we should work together. I'm like, maybe we should. And then nothing. But that's okay. I still love your service. So... AstroPad, they have AstroPad, I think, I don't know what it's called, like normal, regular or something. And then they have Studio, which is like a membership. Um, and it's really cool. You have your iPad Pro, right? You can connect it. Ooh, look, double. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can connect your iPad Pro uh, just directly into your computer to make sure that it's seamless or it can work over Wi-Fi, depending on your Wi-Fi. It will work better over Wi-Fi only if your router is close to you. So if your router is like on the other side of the house, just plug in your iPad just because like that's how the internet works. Um, and then you use AstroPad and you just put it on, you download it to your, com your, your computer and you download it to your iPad. It syncs and it, and it just screen mirrors it and you could just totally, and it's got a couple tools on there for you, like brush erase, brush size, zoom in, zoom out, like the basic stuff. So you don't have to keep going from like keyboard to tablet. It's awesome. I love it so much. Um, if you are going to get a, uh, a tablet, definitely get one of these little glove guys. Little two finger. Oh yeah, gloves. I've seen those. So you don't get it like all smeared with your yeah. Body it's, leaf, for me, it's like it's, grease. Yeah, it's less about the gross human grease that we excrete, but more about like because when you touch it with your finger, it will cancel uh. out when you're drawing with the the pencil. So that's why I do it, and I just feel like really cool when I wear it. <laughs> um. Anyways, mentorships and apprenticeships. Yeah. Okay, um, so I found it by I guess internet. Um. I think I was following someone was into the mentorship like i followed their blogs when you know blogger was a thing is it a thing i don't know i um, don't know is blogger still around i mean blogging is obviously a thing but yeah yeah and i think i saw it and i was like oh motivated this sounds cool and i just like checked it out you had to apply it was it, it was a competitive mentorship so you would apply and pay like a small very small application fee mm -hmm. and then the mentor would choose who they wanted to mentor 
and I got chosen and I was that, that was like one of the best moments in my life I think because mm -hmm. I really wanted to study with Craig because he's amazing and he worked in so many of my favorite movies and everything I was like yeah it's gonna be an amazing opportunity for me and it ended up being like he really liked my work like we have a lot of sensibilities in common it was very funny and yeah i it, it was one of the things that changed my life for the best uh, it was during my graduation project actually and my mentor was not really good with helping me with it mm -hmm. but craig saved me towards the end of it because i was just like painting by myself and i didn't know how to correct a ton of things and stuff and he would just come in in that period in the mentorship and help me a little bit with it and it was amazing so and thomas was like two years later i think and I just talked to him. I applied twice and the first time I didn't get it. And I was like, hey, I actually contacted him and I was like, I really have always wanted to study with you because you're already so amazing and different and I want to learn from you. And I was just wondering what you thought when you saw my stuff and maybe why you thought I wasn't suitable to be your your mentee. <laughs> That's yeah. how they call them. I don't know. Is, is it a word? Yeah. Mentee. Yeah. No, it sounds right. <laughs> okay. And... Um, he was amazingly nice. He replied a little bit late because he's really busy, but he said, no, I really like your stuff and I see that you really want to learn. So just apply again and I, I would love to mentor you. And he did. And he's still a good friend to this day. So, and he's still like, I still email him with sometimes when I need help. I'm like, hey, aw, can that's you help nice. me? <laughs> yeah. So these artists just like, was it like an independent thing? Like they just were like, oh, I would love to mentor somebody. And then they just did it like within their own platform. Or was it like a service that like pairs mentees with mentors? A service that pairs mentees with mentors. Mm -hmm. And that, that you apply through Motivarty and then they would notify you through that and then like make the introduction. And from there on, you would just keep on going and just report to them uh, sometimes. And you did have to pay, but the fee was like insanely low. It was for three months of mentorship once a week and maybe a little bit more. Sometimes it was like 600 bucks. So it was really cheap. Oh, okay. So wait, the application fee was 600 or. No, it was, if you got it, you would pay that just like for the time of the mentor, uh -huh. which I think is fair because it did take it's wage, that's a, a semester of, of school. Yeah. You know, like that's $600 for a semester of school, like personalized. <laughs> one-on-one -on -one school is not expensive at all well, I don't no know. i don't think it yeah. was even for me and yeah. our like income here is way lower than it's probably anywhere else in the developed world so uh, <laughs> so it was a really good deal for me and sometimes i struggle to pay but you know i got like all these tiny little shitty jobs and then i just <laughs> was able to pay for my mentorship and it was 100 percent worth it yeah that's cool I think more artists should do that, like, with, without, like, having to have some sort of business. Because I've seen a few websites that ha that have that. I don't, but yeah. they're always, like, new or popping up. Like, they didn't, they weren't, like, established. And I never, like, checked back in to see how they, they grew. I, th I definitely think it's worth a Google. Um, yeah. do, you, do you know of okay. any off the top of your head? Yeah, sure. Oh, tell sure, me. Sure. Yeah, tell me the things. Uh, there's a really good one that some of my friends have used. Um, it's If you're a really advanced artist, like a professional artist, maybe... It's good for you if you just want to like polish that stuff or if you want to learn more about visual development or just drawing. There's CGM, CG Master Workshops, CGMW. Yeah, I was CGMW Master Workshops? 
Yeah, and then th this one has like the same type of program. They have pre-recorded lessons. Uh, mine were, were not pre-recorded, but they have like established program and pre-recorded lessons and assignments. And then the teacher will um, will check your assignments and give you personalized feedback. And it's a little bit more expensive, but I think it's not more than 800 per class or something, mm -hmm. which lasts the same thing, like three months. Okay, so that sounds more like a mixture of online learning with mentorship. So that's kind of mm -hmm. interesting. I've always, like, I definitely want to do something more like that this year. Yeah. I just can't figure out which course I want to teach. I think it's very sustainable for the teachers because there's you can take more students and also you can check your peers' homework. And I think uh, in the schoolism platform, which is the most expensive of them all, it's about a thousand for a class. Uh, I've never taken that one because I think schoolism is too expensive for me for the personalized one. They have like uh, just watch the videos type of tier, which is $29 a month, something like this. Mm -hmm. I think there you can see like your the feedback, the video feedback that is given to other students and you can also. Oh, that's kind of interesting. Stuff. So it's like, yeah. yeah, so it's like a group critique in a way. See, mm -hmm. That is nice. Maybe uh, we can create something like that. Like I've seen a website. That was like, oh, it was just like a splash page. And it was like, apply to be a mentor, apply to be a mentee. And that's all I oh, remember. And it was like a year or two ago. Yeah. And I don't oh, no, I don't remember what it's called. Because like, I think I signed up for a newsletter and maybe they went out of business. I never got an email from them because I signed oh. up to be a mentor. Maybe they're like, yeah, we don't want you. I don't know. <laughs> no, no, I, I don't think so. That, because Craig taught in that one too. I remember. Oh, I yeah. saw him. I was like, you're everywhere, man. He's like, he. He loves teaching and he's super active. So he's teaching in a lot of places. Also, Nauman School. Mm -hmm. Nauman has online classes with mentorships and Craig teaches there. If you want to take a class with Craig, you won't regret, regret it. It's amazing. Yeah. And, and non sponsored, by the way. Nauman <laughs> uh, is pretty huge. It was like it's a physical school, but they also have the online learning thing. I think that's really sweet that you like took it upon yourself. Like, hey, I'm not really enjoying my education right now and I want to learn. So I'm going to find another way to do that. Right? Yeah, exactly. Like I said, I'm always like curious about learning from different sources because I think it just enriches your perspective on things. Like you said before, you know, you mentioned like sometimes when you're on Instagram, you only follow illustrators that do children's illustrator or sculptures mm -hmm. that do the kind of sculpture you like and stuff. So if, if you vary, vary that, it's like a, you widen your horizons and you can take inspiration for more stuff. So I was always trying to learn and see maybe like I was studying animation, animation, mm -hmm. and I didn't have any real teachers that could uh, let me know more about painting and visual development, which I loved. So it really helped me. And uh, like any other creative thing always helps me get ideas, even when I'm like, you know, you know, a stuck, how do you call this? Is it a, a artist block? Yeah, 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 yeah. Block. yeah. Mm -hmm. Creative block. Creative block. So okay. other sources are always cool and helpful. <laughs> would you say if you could go back in time, do you think you would like say fuck you to art school and just maybe focus on doing more like self-taught learning and mentorships? If I knew, like <laughs> if I had all the stuff that, that there's now, like the online learning, I would have never gone to university, I think. And I would have reached out to other artists, like to go drink and draw and stuff like that. But 
it would have been cheaper. I would have gotten teachers that actually have industry experience, which in my case, in my school, they didn't. And oh, I think they didn't. What? Yeah. <laughs> I think they didn't even teach you like all the secrets and the stuff that you needed professionally because they were afraid you would take their job. So, <laughs> so I would have never done it. Honestly, I think on it right now, and there's so many resources available that if you can't afford art school, you don't need it, but just like make sure to communicate with other artists that you admire or maybe that you see you have similar tastes uh, in or go to artist meetups there's tons of groups on facebook and everything but i i probably wouldn't have gone to uh university maybe my mom was like really worried that i have a a title because then you can like have a loan for a house or like it's like a legal backup for shit i actually paid like half of my tuition with a loan mm -hmm which I actually, my, my dad helped me finish paying because I couldn't. And we were paying it for like six years or something. Yeah. The interest was super insanely high. And we just finished uh, like uh, December last year and we were like, well, we're finally free. Uh, it's on my name. So I guess like I now have the credit thing. But in Costa Rica, if you have like, uh, if you want a loan or for example, you want a loan to start a business and you don't have the money, you need to have, some sort of backup, either like a state piece of, of state and hopefully like a like a title. And that makes you more desirable for them to to give huh. you the loan. If, if you don't have a state, it's probable that you won't have you won't be given the loan because you don't have a collateral for that. Yeah, so that makes sense. Really yeah, because you don't have like a house or any properties in your name. I think mentorships like the idea of like the whole all the ships are so intriguing to me because I think if I could go back in time, I would 100% go that route. Like I, yeah. I strongly believe and I uh, officially decided not to come back and teach at PNCA just because I, I can't. I don't really, I, there's a lot of things I didn't really like about that thing that I was a part of. And also I just want to be able to do my own thing and also make hmm. more money because <laughs> no teacher yeah. makes a, a lot of money, like high school, college, 10 year, you don't make a lot of money. You just don't, um, maybe at like the Ivy league schools, but I don't think they probably pay their, our teachers that well still. But, uh, that being said, I still think that like just being able to really figure out what you want earlier is the quickest way like you it's all about like yes it's so totally. competitive right so like if you spend too much time dilly dallying um you'll it, you know you'll lose steam or you just kind of fall out of love with it in a way because you're not seeing those successes along the way so your your motivation kind of dies off but with the mm -hmm. internet you're you can try anything you want for probably no money like you could go like yeah. free youtube videos like there's so many teachers now everywhere like everyone's a teacher because we live in this amazing era of transparency like i've given away tons of free knowledge i've also done paid knowledge but it makes me feel good that like now if you want to learn lettering there's a ton of places you can learn lettering if you want to learn concept art you can learn a ton <laughs> about concept art like yeah. and even just like like going on twitch and seeing people work live like the, the fact that that's a thing now or people you know designers making vlogs every week so you could really see like the gross and dirty and the heartache that comes with freelance and not just like the shiny money and fulfillment that you know what I mean like there's it, money is like this bit and then the rest is like this bit yeah so, like yeah <laughs> uh yeah I like I got into I'm gonna go on so many tangents I got I was in an uber ride yesterday because I'm looking at venues for this lettering conference that me and Noah Camp are throwing called lettering gold it'll be coming <laughs> out in July so That's I was cool. it, yeah it's gonna be sweet um, so I made this Uber ride. This girl that's driving me is just beautiful, which I don't think I've had like a beautiful woman 
Uber driver yet. I think they've all been like dudes. <laughs> so I was just like, oh, hey, you're a woman. Hi. Um, and she like told me her story and how she like really, you know, she's like selling roofing insurance. And then she's also a painter. And then, um, and then she does like, like all these different side gigs. And she has all these different passions and she just was kept going on and on and like, oh, I wish I could just do this full time. I wish I could learn this and that. And I'm like, girl, have you heard of the internet? Like you can learn anything that you want. Like Skillshare is like what, 10 bucks a month or something now? It's like super cheap. And even without that, there's so many articles and podcasts and things. I was like, I like, I just started a web series that's totally free for female illustrators if you want to watch it. Um, and just kind of gave her like, I think, it's weird because we all know it's there. Like we, we all we see the internet, like we use it. It's a thing, but yet we're not using it to its full capacity and not necessarily just for online education, but for connecting with real people. Yes. Like we're so afraid to reach out. So I implore everyone, like if you feel like you're have something to give back to the community, maybe put a little tweet or an Instagram post out there and be like, Hey, I would love to mentor somebody. You could do it for free if you're just super awesome or do it for you know, a low fee. And try and see what happens. I bet you people will apply for it and vice versa. If you're a budding artist, maybe try to find someone who might be willing to help you in exchange for money because, you know, come on. <laughs> yeah, you got, you got to pay something. Um, and also when you do pay for those kinds of things, I feel like it's you cherish it more. Like I did, yeah. a, I did a mentorship program with PNCA. And although I love my students that were a part of this internship program with me, they came in late every single day. They turned in their projects late and like they weren't paying for it. Like there was no, like there was no like motivation for them to like do anything. And I think that's something yeah. that's, that's why internships work so well. Cause like they're normally paid or there's a promise of a job at the end of it. So like if you fuck up, you're not going to get that job or you're not going to get that paycheck, but a mentorship yeah. that's unpaid, even though like you're, you're at the first you're excited and you want to get into it, you're probably going to slack eventually because you're motiv- you, like, it's all self-motivated. So I do think yeah. that there does need to be a dollar price uh, associated with those kinds of things, even if it's something low. But I think it's something that to consider. <laughs> do you think that you could be a mentor? I have taught classes. Uh, I taught ones like a high school students uh, digital painting and animation. And I taught watercolor classes and... I, I teach what I know from my experience. So I tell like my experience with watercolors, what I think works, what doesn't, et cetera, et cetera. And every once in a while, I get like amazing groups of students. And I enjoy it so much. Like uh, after, you know, I was given a course at a, like an academy. Mm-hmm. And then my students were like, oh no, it's over. No, please continue. And we couldn't continue at the academy. So I was like, hey, just uh, come to my house uh, on the same time Saturday. Mm-hmm. And it was like a party for me. Like I would bake cake every oh, Friday. Oh my god, so you were so it. cute! <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed it so much. I really miss it, actually. You should do it. Uh, do then, it again. Yeah. Yeah. Charge yeah, high this time. <laughs> I'm doing. I'm taking ceramics classes for myself. Like I'm uh, going to a small ceramic making group because I've always wanted that, and I'm like stuck with my painting lately. So you know what I was talking about, like the creative release. So after I finished this, I would maybe try that because I really, really enjoyed it. And it was like more like painting with your friends and just enjoying teaching people about what you know. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes if you enjoy it, maybe you don't need to be paid. Or maybe if you're going like with your 
like if you're mentoring someone or somebody needs your help, they can you, you can just like tell them, hey, buy me a copy and we can talk about it. Yeah. Like take taking into consideration how poor the other person is. Yeah. Okay. So I've I've thought. Okay, I figured out what all the ships mean through this conversation. All right. Yeah. This is, I, I officially like did it in my head. Okay. So this is what I think your challenge should be because we don't have a challenge for you for this for this oh, three-part true. series. I think you should try to figure out some sort of mentorship and try to get some mentees. Like, because, you know, you're, you're going to be popular, a little bit more popular than you were once these episodes come out. <laughs> right? Because we're fucking, because she's cool. Follow her right now and everything. Um... Everything will be below in the description if you're watching this on YouTube and in, in crazy depth if you were watching this on womenofillustration.com. Um, okay, so an internship is a weird term because there's like legal things. Like you can't, when you have an unpaid internship that's called an unpaid internship, that means that the people, that the students that come and learn from you, they can't do anything for your business that you make money off of. So, like, oh, they can't help yeah. with production work. They can, like, get coffee. They can do errands. They can't even do, like, social media help. Because if you, like, are, set, you know, if you're promoting products and people buy those products, that's marketing and that's you making money. So it's really hard to find something for them to do if it's not, if they can't be paid. So, like, when I did my internship, I quickly realized I couldn't do that. So I just turned it into a mentorship because... I wanted them to get something out of this experience. They couldn't really help me. So I thought I'd focus on helping them. So mm. to get back on the clarification. So an internship, I think, should just always be paid or it should result in a, in a possibility of a job. That's an internship. An apprenticeship yeah. is you doing something. It's just free. So if you get a, you know, if you're an, if you have an apprentice, they help you with anything that you need for the business in exchange for you teaching them everything you know and showing them the ropes of being a freelancer, right? Yeah. That makes sense. And then a mentorship, I feel like, should be paid to the to the mentor. And you mm. should do that whole thing like where you meet you know, meet up weekly, you should have assignments. Um, and it's almost more like a personalized teacher, more so. Yeah, than exactly. Else. I think those are the biggest things. So you were saying earlier, like, oh, I don't even have, you know, an hour to go to the post office. Do you think I mean I don't know how many artists live in Costa Rica, but do you think it would be possible for you to get an apprentice where like someone would come in and help you with, with your studio stuff and then in return you'd help them? Or do you think a mentorship program would make more sense for you? I think a mentorship would be easier because like I have um, I have my job and then I have like my family business job that I have to help with. So between all of those things, like I don't have much time in the day to do uh even cook sometimes. So if I have like a designated time that I need to teach someone or to meet with someone for a coffee weekly, then that's perfect. It would be better for me. And it would even be like a little holiday. <laughs> break stuff. Yeah. Because, because I don't like, I don't take breaks or anything. I, I, I eat lunch and then I sit down because I am anxious to finish. I'm done. This be on time in my employer's inbox and everything. So uh, it would be nice. And mentorship, could help more and hopefully one day when I just like can work only on my artwork then I would love to have an apprentice it would yeah. be super amazing I feel like you so easily could just draw all the time um like I think at first like there's like these cycles of freelance like in my mm. experience first it starts out with a side hustle right if you're smart you have a day job yeah. whether it's design related or not 
you you find your thing and you just kind of have your art as your own hobby right you just fall in love with it first and then time goes on you start posting things online and people want to hire you for things small things you don't have a lot of experience but you're still building that up maybe it's like a t-shirt design here for a band or something like that and then you do a couple of those and then you realize oh hey this i'm getting some traction so then you start to go a little bit more freelance you push it really really hard it gets really hard because you're still living out of a scarcity mindset because you're afraid to quit your job because you want the consistent money, but you're also making a lot of money. So like your freelance is like leading up to your day job income. And then eventually it surpasses it. And then you quit. Mm -hmm. And then people think, Oh, my life is perfect. Now it's so not (laughs) like you still have to go through, I think like a three or five year period of doing as many things as possible within the realm of your core business. Like, yes, you, you can't just draw or you can't just do freelance work. You have to do so many other things like my business, like trying to explain, I would say to Uber drivers, like when I have to explain to my Uber driver what I do, they're like, like the, the girl, let, like the girl coming home last night, she literally like shrieked when I said lettering artist, she's like lettering artist. What the fuck is that? And like, it was just really animated. And I was like, do you know what typography is? And she goes, yes. Do you see that sign over there? Yes. Well, I can make that from hand and I don't have to use a computer. And she's just like, what? And she's just like, was really excited. She was like the best Uber driver. She like made, it was great. I love my Uber drivers. Because I don't get to talk to a lot of people. But anyways, <laughs> let me uh, get back on track. So you have to wear a lot of hats. So for my business, I was explaining to her, like, well, a lot of it's education. I have lettering adventures where I make a workbook every month. I have this woman of illustration series, which is more of a passion project that might lead to something bigger, I hope, mm-hmm. um, where we could, you know, build more of a community and maybe have some paid offerings eventually. But for now, everything's just going to be free. Um, And then I have obviously client work and then I have products and then I have passive income from like doing creative bundles and uh, like just graphics and those kinds of things. And and I'm sure there's even things that I'm forgetting, but you have to be able to have all these different revenue sources. So that way, no matter what, if Redbubble goes out of business or if the clients stop calling or something, I don't know, Instagram crashes for a week, you still have a way (laughs) to make money. You know what I mean? But eventually, once you kind of figure out, okay, what makes the most money? It's kind of like your docker. I don't know what this word's called, but it's like, I don't know. It's like, it swings back and forth and it's like, okay, this one made more money. I'll do more of that. Okay, that was a huge waste of time. Why did I do that? I'll take that out next time. Oh, taxes suck. Let me figure out how to, you know, better pay my taxes. And then you're just like, you go back and forth and eventually it just is one thing and then you can finally be like oh okay now i just draw all the time now i'm more of a painter maybe i just make art for myself maybe it's just client work and you can you can focus more so yeah it's definitely like a journey and some people don't even reach that point that's only for those of us that are like 20 years or like we're in it like we aren't going anywhere we won't compromise we're not getting a day job we're ruined and can never work for somebody else like me i'm going to be this person um so i think within all that we always have to be students. I'm like, I'm like, okay, let's bring it back to the topic. We all have to continue to learn. And I think mm-hmm. the best way to do that is to build a community around yourself. And it doesn't have to be like an offense of the official mentorship program. Right. It could just be like what you were saying, like a drink and draw or, um, like I have a mastermind group where we all have a weekly meeting. It usually lasts like two or three hours. Um, and we talk about, and we're all lettering artists. Like what are our goals? What are our struggles? Can I get a critique of my work? And that feedback is so helpful. And just as a quick plug, I do have four spots left in my mastermind group. It's $50 a month. 
once a week. We talk for about three hours. We can totally help you run your business and improve your lettering skills if you're interested. So that's patreon.com slash lettershop. Um, are you excited about your challenge? Do you think you could have a mentee within like a month? Do you think that's something like have them like picked? I think I could within yeah. a month. Yes, because I have like a, a little bit of a heavy workload right now. Well, yeah. Actually, I'm like running on like four cups of coffee a day, which is massive for me because I didn't used to drink coffee. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think within a month, month and a half, I, it could be doable for me once I get some of the stuff out of the way and then have everything like more planned. Yeah. Because, yeah. All right. Well, how would, we, how would we plan it? How would we plan it? So what are you thinking? Do you want to do like free application fee? Do you want it to be like a $20 application fee for them to apply and then charge them? What are you thinking? Mm, I would like that, like that people learn that sometimes you need to pay and everything can be free because in here, in, I think in, I don't know if it's Latin America thing, but sometimes people want them, want them for you to dedicate tons of time for them for free. Oh, that's everywhere. Everyone wants to know, yeah. interview. It's so yeah. frustrating. I can't tell you how many emails I get. Hey, Dina, can I get, can I book some coffee with you so you can totally give me free business advice for two hours? I'm like, no. No, no, I do so many free things. Like, don't ask me to do more free things unless I offer it. If I offer it, like, let me, like, get to know you a little bit. Don't just, like, randomly message me, stranger, and ask for something. Like, that's weird. Um, yeah. But, yeah, no, I think an application fee is important because it takes you time to look through their portfolio to, you know, if there's some sort of written content they're doing. That takes time, right? Yeah. And, that, and some people just might not be a good fit. And I think regardless of whether or not someone makes it or, or not, the application is always a helpful process because it helps you better organize your portfolio. I know when I was applying for like jobs, I hadn't even organized my portfolio if it hadn't been mm. needing to apply for jobs. So that could always be a good benefit. And it's also an exercise in talking about yourself when you, anytime you have like a, you know, a cover letter or if there's some sort of questionnaire, which I think is important always. Yeah, that um, would be cool. So I think something like a small application fee would make sense. And how long do you think the mentorship you'd want it to do? Do you want to do like weekly meetings for like three months, like the one that you had? I think I could do that. Um, could be weekly for maybe about two months. Yes, we're doing it. We're doing it. We're doing it. Yeah. I like this. Thank you. Like I actually, it's it's so cool to have like somebody else tell you like, yeah, do it this way. Yeah, it works. Yeah, totally. Let's do it. Yeah. That's how like big ideas and things that work are born. Well, maybe it's not huge, but for me, it's like sometimes I need somebody to tell me that since yeah. people lately are like, maybe you want this, maybe not. I don't know. And then like sometimes <laughs> I like people to speak to me with certainty and that's really good to hear. Oh, so man. thank you. That's what this this show is really all about. And honestly, I love helping people. I really, really love it. And like, I I want to get a mentorship. I want to be a part of a mentorship program. We're not only where I, like I would love to be a mentor, obviously, but to have a mentor because I feel like I give so much advice that I'm not getting enough advice. Like, yes, I still read books and podcasts and stuff, but I'm not getting that myself getting that one on one type of thing. So I feel like a good yeah. challenge for me would be like to be a mentee to somebody <laughs> that's like, sure. a, you know what I mean? Uh, just because I do so much mentorship already. And it could be like, uh, if you have any, like I said before, I would say it again, because I think it, it's really important. You could get a mentor on something creative that's not your business because uh, it has different input, but then it's applicable to everything. Like for mm -hmm. example, 
like uh, I'm not going to go as far as architecture, but that's the first thing in my mind. And you can learn so much from design and design thinking and functionality and stuff from somebody who does something else that's creative. And like for me, the pottery classes is really cool because it's like really handmade and I love doing that, but I've always done it intuitively. So then I learn from the other classmates sometimes about the way they think when they make this, their stuff and how the teacher thought of making her stuff. But I don't think I'll ever be a professional potter, for example. So yeah, yeah. So maybe maybe it doesn't have to be a, someone that teaches you about um, illustration or, or lettering. It could be like oil painting or I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Like I think the kind of person I'd probably want would be someone who's like really about making art. Like not, I don't care about the medium of art, but it's art first before mm. it's design. Like, I yeah. don't know, like when I went to like, uh, when I go to like craft fairs and stuff and I see people like taking pieces of wood and then die cutting them out into shapes and then putting paint and then putting 3D paint on them. So there's part of the fucking wood painting that looks 3D. I'm like, what the fuck? That's amazing. How did you do that? How much <laughs> money do you make? And, and they're like, you know, $400, $600 pieces. And I'm like, that's who I want to learn from. I really want to learn because I feel like I, I have so much marketing jargon and shit in my head that I, I, I've lost side sight of the art part of it and I'm desperately mm. trying to find it in my own weird way but I feel like there's so much information out there about design and not enough about art so I'd love to just kind yes. of meld those so. two a little bit more and that's why I called this show Women of Illustration because illustration is both art and design so it's like a good combo <laughs> right but yeah I don't know if I haven't found a mentor by now if anyone out if anybody out there um is an artiste you're the kind of person who is in gallery shows, you do festivals, you sell your work for hundreds, if not thousands of dollars. I would love to be your mentee. And I will <laughs> totally, I, maybe I can help you on the marketing side of things in exchange if you want. Maybe we can do more of an apprenticeship style if you want. And then you can help me just kind of think outside. I hate this fucking phrase, but think outside the box with my work. Just kind of be a little bit different. I think that would be really awesome. And just to have someone who's like, really experienced like someone who's been in the industry for like i don't know over 20 years someone who's like maybe in their 40s or 50s like i would like i want i want to be the baby just i want to feel like the baby and i want to i want to listen to the wise person you know what i mean you should talk to craig yeah <laughs> you know he even built a house that he lives in oh so really oh man yeah. And he, he makes crafts and everything. He's designed jewelry. He's made props because he wants to. And he's a gallery artist as well. His pieces are amazing. Huh. huh. Yeah. Huh. Can you hook me up? Can you hook me up with Craig? Yeah. Can you hook me I'll up? ask him. He's, yeah, yeah. Just be like, hey, so there's this girl, Dina. She's okay. Can you? She's <laughs> <laughs> okay. Like, even if it's just like an introduction of like, hi, it's fine. You don't have to like put on the pressure. But yeah, that'd be cool. I would love that. Oh my god, this yeah. is the best conversation ever. I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If anything, he'll be really happy to answer your questions when he has the time. And uh, he's, like I said, he's a really nice person. And he's always trying to help others uh, learning and stuff. So honestly, I think I would put my head in the fire for him. Not even my hands. I would be like, yes, Craig. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That is some serious obedience. All right. Well, I'll have to have to check him out, See what see what's up. Um, well, thank you so much for being a part of the series. This is our final talk. Yeah. <laughs> Even though this is like, actually, our, we've talked so many times because we have yes. our <laughs> second time recording because the first recording mm -hmm. did not take. Um, okay. So final words. Is there anything that you want to plug for people to follow you on anything? 
Yes, please. Uh, follow me on Instagram. And I'm selling Inktober books that have been selling very beautifully because it has my friend's Karawaro artwork in it too. And I'm planning to do tons more products this year because I've been like dipping my toes into that realm and it's really fun. So um, yeah, follow me there. I put uh, sculpture, drawing, sometimes I make animation and whatever I have time to do. So okay. if you want to see like barrack art content, go there to my Instagram and I have art station too. I barely use Twitter, but if you want to follow me there. You're like, I don't do use it. it, but you can follow me on it. Yeah, just stick to, stick to Instagram. <laughs> I like. I forget it exists. So, yeah, um, <laughs> I I will never forget that Instagram exists. I have my entire schedule revolved around what I'm gonna post every day. <laughs> so yes. I will never. It's amazing. No, well, it's because you. Okay, like, last final tangent. Even though we have an entire three part series dedicated to social media, so I think it's important to post every single day on Instagram, um, in order to just oh, make sure you're. Try. What. I can sometimes I like I sometimes I don't know what to post. So. Oh yeah, that's why you gotta that's why you gotta plan that shit. Like like right now I have this little I have a little post it note. Post it, it says Instagram on it. I know it's like bright Instagram oh, yeah. and it's got all my little things I'm gonna post. So like um I have like Monday, um I'm gonna post the women of illustration clip so people can watch the video. On Tuesday I posted uh the photo shoot of my new type nerd alert sticker. Uh, today I'm gonna post my process creating a button. That's uh, I'm actually creating a button pack for Women of Illustration. The first button is Nasty Artist. Ooh. Yeah, uh, and then I'm gonna be posting thumbnails tomorrow for a branding project I'm working on, and then I'm gonna post a promo for a vlog that I'm working on to better promote my Type Nerd Alert sticker, um, and then I'm gonna do another button that says uh, Boss Bitches to the Front for the. Oh, that's really pack. cool. Yeah, so it's like. You know, I was thinking yesterday, do you not have a boss, get your boss bitch on our boss bitch t-shirt thing? Because I would totally wear that. Oh, yeah. I'm making it. I'm making all the things. Yeah. yeah I just want to, like, I don't, because, like, there's some things that, I, like, I, I don't, like, like, I obviously love talking about feminism and putting it in my work, but I feel like that more belongs on women of illustration since we're already, that's, like, the perfect demographic for it. So I'm really trying to... Mm. I don't know, make people feel more proud about their work and, you know, go for more opportunities, especially as women and for us just to kind of come together as a community. And sometimes, like, I know it sounds kind of weird, but like t-shirts and buttons and those kinds of things can really help with that because it's like a badge of honor, you know? Yeah, I would wear that, the shit out of it. I would wear it everywhere I go, honestly. And there's like uh, tons of like cool inclusive feminist events here that I like to go to. Oh, really? To. That's and, cool. Lots of girls illustrators go to those events. So really? really cool you should go to those that. events and be like, girl, I was just on this sweet web series <laughs> called Women of Illustration. You guys should hear about it. Oh, we actually got our first piece of exposure this week. Uh, Illustration Age mentioned us in like the top uh, women, it, yeah. Yeah, women-led podcast, which I thought was funny. I'm like, we're not technically a podcast, but I still appreciate the mention. I was like, oh, it's like the first... Like, someone knows about us. Like, we just started. It's very exciting. That's really cool. I saw it because I am on a Facebook group that's for women of animation, actually. It's called mm. Pony, Pun Animation, I think. Pun Animation. I don't remember the name. Um, as you noticed, I'm horrible with remembering names. Oh, I am too. And, I get it. <laughs> and they posted it. and was like, oh, my God, yeah, I know women of illustration. I, I'm, I'll actually be on it uh, sometime soon. And they just, like, plugged 
uh, other content that they made and it was really cool i was like oh my god that's so nice <laughs> yeah uh yeah no there's a couple people from that group that are actually going to be on this show they all just talked about it and all applied at the same time Hmm. Oh, I just want to talk forever. I never want to leave. Okay. Yes. Wait, wait. I have something else to say. I was watching uh, one of your videos yesterday, the one on making products. Mm -hmm. And I just know, but maybe some of the girls watched this section, but maybe they haven't seen your other videos. And I just found it so helpful. I think I, I forwarded it to like 10 friends of mine. I was like, look at this. So okay. helpful. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm so glad. Which one was it? Part one or part two? Do you remember? I don't remember because I watched like your art goals video and oh, like, some other ones. So I don't remember everything. <laughs> I been watch I'm, I'm a binge watcher of things. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, definitely that particular topic I think needed more parts and I actually like cut a bunch of stuff out of that video. But yeah, I think, you know, making products is something that every artist should get into. And we have another three part series on making products with two very badass bitches that are killing it in the product space with like enamel pins and patches and all that stuff. So guys, definitely check out the lineup at womenofillustration.com. There's tons of really cool people. Yeah. All right. Let's just slowly wave goodbye now. Goodbye. Farewell. Okay, bye. I'll feed and say goodbye. <laughs> guys, we have done it. We have finished another three-part series with another talented female guest. We are killing it. I hope you guys really dug this episode. If you have any questions about the best ways to learn illustration online, be sure to put them in these comments. I am here to help you the most that I can with my ability and time so that way you can become a successful illustrator just like me. As always, if you guys are digging this content, don't forget to hit that subscribe button. These subscribers really helps not only my own following make me feel kind of cool and important, but also it's really good SEO so that way we can get the word out there about Women of Illustration. This is a free educational series just here to help you guys just kill it with your art and hopefully be able to pay your bills doing what you love to do most. If you haven't already, please consider um, following us at our Instagram at instagram.com slash women of illustration and also use the tag Women of Illustration, so you can get a chance at being featured in our grid. That's 11,000 followers strong. When we come back, we're actually gonna be doing something a little bit differently. We're gonna be talking about an illustration service that you guys ask me about all the time, but I honestly can't help you. And this is all about comic book illustration. This is something I've never personally done before. So no better person, I thought, would be someone who's literally been in the industry for 30 years. 30 years. That's a long time. Her name is Tatiana Gill, and I'm very excited to introduce you to her in the next three-part series on how to become a comic book illustrator. Guys, until next time, thank you so much for watching. See you later. Bye!